0: If you would like to contribute financially to this ministry, you can do so at citychurchfriscoorg slash Thank you for listening. We're going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to ask you go ahead and you take your seats. You can go ahead and take your seats. I'm going to go ahead and uh, tell you guys a brief story that's found in Judges 7. I was going to read it, but it's a lot of reading. I was like, let me just give you guys a brief summary real quick, because uh, I'm going to be talking about this, this, this story in, in general. So what we have here in Judges 7 is uh, Gideon. Uh, was a leader of Israel, like the army. And they were getting ready to go into battle with the Midianites. So what's going on is that he's ready to go into battle with 32,000 troops. Okay? And God tells him, you know what? You have too many? Go ahead and let's go ahead and lower that number. What you need to do is go ahead and let the troops know if anybody is scared, anybody is afraid, you can go go ahead. They can go home. So Gideon goes and does that. 22,000 decide to go home. So now he's left with 10,000. And he's like, how am I going to win this battle? And God tells him, you know what, you still have too many. So what are you going to go ahead and do is go to the stream and they're going to have to drink water. And I want you to observe anyone who actually cups the water with their hands and brings it to their mouth. Those are the ones that you're going to keep. So they go ahead and do that. And only 300 did that. He's like, those are the 300 that I'm going to use for you to defeat the Medianites. So what ends up happening is the instructions were for the, for the, for the Gideon's army to go out to, the, to surround the camp. So it was 300 of these soldiers to surround the camp. And all they had to do was sound their trumpets, break some jars with some tor- torches inside, and sound the trumpets again. And that was it. That's all they had to do. So when they did that, the Midianites came out of their tents all startled and, and scared. And they started turning on themselves. And they all killed, killed each other and in Gideon and the army, they didn't have to do anything, and that's how they got the victory, okay? So that's just a brief story I wanted to tell you guys, all right? So I want us to go ahead and consider the thought today that God has a better plan, okay? God has a better plan, all right? That is the thought that I want us to go ahead and consider for us this evening, okay? God's plan might not be the easiest plan. God's plan may not be, you know, the most popular plan, it might not even seem that God's plan is even the smartest plan, but at the end of the day, God has a better plan. Yes. All right. I want to go to go ahead and, and, and look at this verse at James 4.13. It says, look here, you who say, today or tomorrow we are going to a certain town and we'll stay there a year. We will do business there and make a profit. How do you know what your life will be like Tomorrow. Your life is like a morning fog. It's here a little while, and then it's gone. What you ought to say is, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. James is saying that you and I could make all the plans that we want to make, but it's very important to us to consult with God before making a big decision, before any decisions that we make in our lives okay as humans we like to make our own plans we like to make comfortable we like to to put ourselves in the best possible situation in life for us to be successful all right we try to stack you know everything you know to our advantage but have we ever thought that god might have a better plan when peter and the others had fished all night and they had not caught one fish Peter's plan was to just, just go home and just be over it. He's like, you know what? I've planned. I fished all, all night. I'm a professional. I know what I'm doing, and I haven't caught anything. I'm just going to go home. But God appeared and said, go back and fish. Peter obeyed, and guess what? He found, Peter found out that God had a better plan. When Goliath saw David coming to meet, meet him for battle, Goliath and the Philistines thought, you know what, this is easy cake for us. We're going to be able to defeat David like nothing. I'm sure Israel was thinking the same thing. Man, what are we doing? We're going to end up, you know, losing. But at the end of the day, when Goliath fell down dead on the ground, everyone found out that God had a better plan. There are times that God might have a better plan, and it's important for us to meet with God one-on-one and say, God, what is your plan? What is it that you are wanting for my life? God's plan is a different plan. God's plan is a different plan. Gideon's plan was to march into battle with 32,000. But God had a different plan. You see, when we make our plans for our lives... We try to do the best thing, right? Like I said before, stack everything on our side. All right, this is our plan for us to be successful. Moses was a criminal, wanted for murder, but guess what? God had a different plan. David was a shepherd boy, thought probably I'm going to be a shepherd all my life, but God had a different plan. Job was a wealthy man who just wanted to worship God and love his family and enjoy his wealth. But God had a different plan. Saul of Tarsus wanted to destroy all the Christians, but God had a different plan. Many times, his plans might be different than our plans. His plans might contradict what we want to do. But at the end of the day, God has a better and a different plan. Let's just say God has the best plan overall, right? Knowing his plan requires prayer, patience, and time. God will reveal his plan, and when he does, you will see that he had the perfect plan all along. Here Gideon is seeing how his army is getting reduced from 32,000 to only 300. He's getting ready to go and attack an army that is way bigger than he has at this time god is asking gideon to take a step of faith to just trust in him that god knows what he is doing god knew gideon's fears god knew his concerns but he just wanted gideon to trust them god is asking us to take the same step of faith god knows our concerns god knows what our needs are but god is asking us to trust him You may not understand why you're going through what you're going through at that moment, but God has a better plan. We just need to trust him and have faith. There is no need to worry when you have God on your side. There is no need to worry. Lazarus was very sick. He was dying. We know that Mary and Martha, you know, his brother is dying. They send a word to Jesus, say, hey, Jesus, you know, my brother is dying. Jesus waits two days before even reacting to that. He knew Martha and Mary's situation. But he's like, I'm just going to go ahead and wait. So four days later, after Lazarus passing, Jesus arrives I'm sure everybody is crying. Everybody is sad. The whole family is, is devastated for the passing of Lazarus. But Martha, I am very, very, like it gets me, you know, I feel kind of, even though everything that was going on, Martha still appears to Jesus. And he says there, and it says in, in, in John eleven twenty one, 21, he says, Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. So he says, hey, Jesus, you could have came. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. So even now, even even though everything bad was going on, even then, I know something good can happen. Martha didn't know what Jesus had in mind. Jesus, all he said, Lazarus, come out. Lazarus came out. Martha believed that even though his brother was dead, God can do something We need to believe that God has everything under control. Even if everything is going wrong, everything is going bad, everything is just going against us, we need to know that even then God is in control. If I am sick, I know that God can heal me. If I am struggling, I know that everything is going to be okay. If everything seems to be against me, I know that God is working in the background doing something. God has everything under control. Sometimes we think it's late, but God has a plan. God is never late. God is never early. God is always on time. He is always on time. Because it's in those times that we're going through certain situations. It's in those times can God can present himself and show you that he can be your healer. It's in those moments that God can, can show up and show you that he can be your provider. It's in those times when God can show you that he can restore you and he can restore your family. God's plan is a unique plan. God's plan is a unique plan. Gideon's men were surrounded, had surrounded the enemy 300 versus thousands. Common sense would say Gideon's army is going to lose. All that they had to do is sound their trumpets, break a chart containing a torch. That's all they had to do and God was going to give them the victory. Don't you guys believe that's a unique plan? I don't think there is no man that would ever come up with that plan. (laughs) God's plan was a unique plan. Had Gideon and the men not obeyed God, more than likely they would have lost that battle. They would have lost those 300 men, more than likely. There are times when the Lord will lead you into directions that you never imagined. He can come up with plans for our lives that are very unique and may seem impossible at that time. God presented himself with Abraham and said, you know what, Abraham, you're going to have a son, even at his old age. Abraham goes, tells tells Sarah and Sarah laughs it off and say, yeah, right. I'm too old for that. But God had a plan. God wanted to present himself as the God of the impossible. You see, when we get to a moment of a time and say, well, I, there is just no way, no way in the world that God had this plan for me. It is impossible for me to come out of this. It is impossible for me to be, to be able to come out of this rut. Many times we say, you know what? It's just I don't have enough of this. I don't have enough of that. I'm just not popular. I don't have the connections that somebody else has. I don't have the education. My petition will never get answered. I find it impossible that God will answer my, my prayer. How many, how many times have we asked ourselves, I think it's impossible for us to even come out of this? But it doesn't matter what you don't have. It doesn't matter what your circumstances is. God is going to wait when it looks totally impossible for him to present himself at that time. And he say, you know what? Now that it seems totally impossible, I'm going to present myself and I'm going to bless you. I am going to kind of work through your circumstance. So you can get to the moment and the time and you say, you know what? I never thought that I was able to be able to accomplish this. I never thought that this was going to be possible. I never thought that my family and I would get back together. I never thought I could be healed. I never thought that I would get that job. But guess what I did? If it wasn't for the Lord that was on my side, this would not have been possible. You see, God will will take everything away from you for you to just depend on him. Because many times we just like to depend on ourselves. And God says, wait a minute, I am the one who is guiding you, and I'm the one that is with you. Let's go ahead and let myself prove to you that I can do this. God's plan requires surrender. Gideon was a man with 32,000 followers. But by following God's plan, he saw how his army got reduced. He went from an okay army to nothing. What Gideon learned through this was that the battle was not about him. That the battle was not about his army. The battle was not even about the enemy. The battle was about God. Gideon had come to a place, place where he was willing to lay his plans. Willing to lay his goals and dreams aside. And surrender to God. And I think that in my heart that that is what is required for those that want to walk in his perfect plan. We just need to surrender everything to him. Whatever our wants, whatever is it that that we are needing. You know what, God? I'm just going to lay it down for you. I know that you have my back and I'm just going to trust in you. Gideon was like, you know what? I'm going to just trust in you. You say I can win it with 300? Well, let's go. You, you say, God, that I'm going to be successful and you're going to be on my side and I'm going to get through this. Let's go. And I'm about to finish, so if the musicians wants to come forward, it's okay. So Israel enjoyed a great victory because they chose God's plan. They chose the best plan. They had the victory even before the battle began, even before the battle began, they had already won it all they had to do is just trust God. even before you go through your trial, even before you're going through your the circumstance in your life, you already have the victory. you just need to trust them if you deviate. If you start saying, you know what, I'm going to put my trust in my money, I'm going to put my trust in my knowledge, I'm going to put my trust in the doctors, I'm going to put my trust, it might not go so well, let's just, let's just trust God. God's plan for your life and mine is for us to walk in victory. God's plan for your life and mine is for us to walk in victory, but victory will only come when we walk in his plan and not our own. If we walk in his plan, which is the best plan, we will always walk in victory. If you following God got you through the valley, guess what? God is going to guide you through that valley and you're going to come out on top. Even though it might be hard, God always has the best plan. Because the victory was not won with a great army. God got all the honor and all the glory. Neither Gideon nor his army could go home and brag about what they had done. They could only brag about how their mighty God had saved them. So I'm going to ask you all this question today. Is God messing around with your plans? The best thing that we can do is just submit to his plans. I believe in my heart that God has a special plan for each and one of us, but we just need to submit to him. For those that have not accepted Jesus in your life, I believe and I know that his plan for you is for you. To accept them and make them your personal Savior. Many of us here might, right now might be having our plans or not going how we want them to go. But we need to trust in God. Even if it seems impossible, God is in control. We hear about the God of the impossible, and we need to believe in when those hard times come and say, you know what? My God is the God of the impossible, and you know what? I'm going to come out right through this. I'm going to ask you to stand at this moment. If you want God to take control of your life, take control of your finances, take control of your family take control of your circumstance God is here waiting for you God has a special plan and a purpose for each and one of you you might have a need something that you have been asking maybe for days maybe for weeks maybe for years let me know let me tell you that God knows and he has a plan but you need to trust him Set everything you have, everything that you, you think that you're able to do it on your own and just set that aside and say, you know what, God? I am here to present myself and to let you know that I'm just depending only on you, Jesus. I'm just depending on you, Jesus, because I cannot do this alone. I've tried to do this by myself, but I can't do it no more, God. I need you, Jesus.